0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The Pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. And you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard, regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to, put, to pay census tax to Caesar, or is it not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax they handed him the Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that he said to them, Then pay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. The Gospel of the Lord. What does true holiness look like? The Pharisees, who claim to be the holiest people in all of Israel, are plotting the death of one of their own, Jesus Christ. And they set a trap for him, and it's a quite devious trap. It's a very well made trap. They place before Jesus two groups of people the Israelites who despise Herod and Caesar and the Herodians, who are Israelites but who decided that we should appease, that we should, we should go along, we should cooperate with Herod and Caesar. The Pharisees have, have done a machination to lead to these two groups in front of Jesus at the same time and then they set the trap. Do we pay a tax to Caesar or not? If Jesus says, no, we should not pay our taxes to Caesar, the Israelites would have been pleased with that, but the Herodians would have gone off and told the Roman authorities, and the Roman authorities would have arrested him for sedition and killed him. If Jesus says, yes, we should pay the tax to Caesar, then he would have lost his entire audience, the very people that he's trying to win over for God the Father. And so the trap is set. He's forced to take a side, to choose one side against another. But Jesus knows their trick, and Jesus is more clever than they are. He finds a way out of the trap. He says, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. He's pleasing both groups and therefore escaping from the trap. But far more important than that, Jesus is telling us what true holiness is. Jesus treats these two groups with great consideration. He listens to both groups, he looks for the truth in the arguments of both groups. The Pharisees, their their trap is only going to work if he chooses one side against the other. And Jesus refuses to take a side. Instead, Jesus considers the side of the Herodians, and he considers the side of the Israelites. And he finds truth in both sides. He finds truth in even the Herodian side. It's Roman coin, give it back to Rome. Whose image is on it? Caesar, give it back to Caesar. But he finds truth also in the Israelite side too. Give to God what belongs to God. What's the inscription on the coin? The inscription said that Caesar Augustus was divine, that he was the high priest. And so while Jesus allows for giving that Roman coin back to Rome, he will not tolerate any such words about Caesar being divine. No, you give to God what belongs to God. Jesus refuses to take sides, instead listens to both sides and draws the truth out of both sides. In Jesuit spirituality, we call this the presupposition. It's an ideal that Jesuits strive for. It's written by Saint Ignatius. He says that we should strive to presuppose that whoever you're speaking to has some truth in them, and, and you try to draw the truth out of them, rather than presupposing that they're false. Now, of course, you and I, we don't have this problem anymore, do we? We don't have the problem of taking sides politically, do we? Everybody gets along now. We all listen to one another, and we all presuppose truth in both sides. Or maybe not. Jesus refuses to take a side. Jesus is seeking not to fight one side against another, to pit one side against another, but instead seeks the truth regardless of which side it ends up on. He considers, you might even say he loves, both sides. And then Jesus gives the ultimate honor, the ultimate dedication to God the Father. Whose image is on that coin? Caesar's. Notice that he uses the word image. Where have you heard that word before? The Israelites would have had the Synapses firing at that point. The first chapter of Genesis. In God's image, man and hu- man and woman is made. Man and woman was made in the image of God. And so, while this coin, as the image of Caesar, you, your face, the face of the Rhodians, the face of the Israelites, all faces have the face of God on them. And therefore, we'll give the coin. to to Caesar, but everything else we give to God. We give our whole self, our mind, our heart, our soul. We give that over to God. Where does true holiness come from? The two greatest commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus models both of these commandments all the while escaping the Pharisees' trap. These two things are difficult for you and I. It's difficult for us to love our neighbor as ourselves when we disagree with them so vehemently. And it's difficult for us to give our entire self over. We can give half ourselves, maybe three quarters of ourselves, but to give our entire self over to God, to remember that we are made in the image of God and therefore our whole mind, our whole self, goes to God. It's difficult to do these things. And so Jesus, in the ultimate act of obedience to the Father and love for the neighbor, has given us the Eucharist. So you come to the table today, you approach the altar, and you receive the heavenly food that you need, the nourishment that you need to be like Jesus, to be truly holy, to love God with all that you have, and to love your neighbor as yourself.